How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Water fishing is cranking up. Hopefully salt water will be going the same way. Uh, Martha Spencer not with us uh, t- this morning. She is in Puerto Rico on a vacation I uh, got some video from a fight in a tarpon and dancing on table. I think that was her. Anyway, she'll probably be back with us next week. Uh, but anyway, we got a lot to talk about. I just got back in uh, last night from uh, a long drive in from Kansas, uh, turkey hunting up there. And have I got some turkey stories to share with you. And uh, long story short, but the, you're going to hear the long story eventually. Uh, two birds with one shot, 15 minutes into the opening day of turkey season, I was tagged out. Ten-and-a-half-inch beard on one, a nine-and-a-half-inch triple beard on the other one. Uh, a lot of good about the story, but a little bit on the bad side. I'll tell you all about that. Also, turkey season, if you're hunting locally or down around the Gulf Coast area, well, every, every state's open, Mississippi, Alabama. Uh, we passed through Oklahoma. There was some turkey hunting going on there above us in Nebraska. Uh, Texas has gone strong over there. In Louisiana, you've got the, most of the areas open through May 5th. That would be Zone A. Zone B wraps up next Sunday, and uh, Area C closes out tomorrow. So if you're going to be turkey hunting, check your, your season, your, your regulations, and find out you're in the proper area and what the dates are there. Fishing reports. I am as anxious as you to hear them because I have been out of the loop. I don't get any local fishing reports up in Haven, Kansas, I can tell you that. Uh, so from what I understand, we had some horrible weather moved in through the week. We did not see that up there. We had a little blustery stuff, but nothing like what was uh, predicted to come through here. We'll find out what impact that had to the fishermen. Uh, also, we've got the calendar of events, some things coming up, and we'll tell you how you can get your nonprofit event listed on this radio program if you'd like. And as always, we have Bad Boys of the Outdoors feature. This week, uh, three alleged uh, oyster violators, one who literally bailed out when caught. Interesting little story. We'll share that with you. Preview of Bayou Wild episode coming up by Garrett Graves, Congressman. Uh, was the author of the Modern Fish Act, got it passed for mainly pertaining to red snapper and offshore fishery. We'll kind of tell you what's on this week's show if you haven't seen it yet and when you can see it and where you might be able to watch it. Also coming up later on, more outdoors between 7 and 9, special guest Adam McDowell. He is the Louisiana High School Athletic Association's assistant director, and we're going to talk to him about a very good possibility in Louisiana in the high schools we may see some competitive bass fishing as adopted as an official sport for Louisiana high school students. We'll tell you all about that. Uh, Plus, we have open telephone lines. We chit and chat about anything you'd like to talk about, so be tuned in for that. Also, I'm going to have another guest on, John Weiler. He wrote a a book. It's it's small. You can read it probably in, in less than 10 minutes. It's How to Hunt and Fish and Still Have a Happy Marriage. Very interesting program. I strongly suggest if you don't get the book, you listen to what John has to say. Don't forget to text us. We have a live text board here at 870-870. You can message us. You can't attach pictures or videos, but uh, we can certainly tell us who you are, where you are, and what you got going on this Saturday morning, and we'd love to share that with our audience. Our website, 
a radio photo this week. What else? It's me with those big old gobblers. Take a look at it. That's at DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. And also we're continuing to get your responses and on the speculation of changing speckled trout regulations in Louisiana, what would you like to see? What method of restriction would you like to see to keep those populations healthy? That's on our outdoor opinion poll. We ask you to please vote on that. Also, this morning uh, with turkey hunters going on, I want to wish a special good luck to a young man named Seth Gattardi. Uh, two years ago, you may remember hearing his name. He was the Youth Hunter of the Year, selected by Louisiana Outdoor Writers Association, bagged a turkey with his grandpa on a great trip. Uh, he's out there in hunting this morning. And congratulations to him and the North Shore High baseball team in Slidell. They were the district champs, and he was one of their closers, the pitchers. And uh, the young man is uh, joining the U.S. Army, and we thank him for his service that's upcoming at the end of the school year. He'll become a, a new recruit. So good luck to you on that turkey hunt, Seth, and congratulations on your accomplishments so far, and look forward to many, many more. All right, taking a look at your Coastal Marine forecast. If you're headed out, I uh, had some remnants of a small craft advisory still going for part of this morning because uh, according to my forecast, it looks like northwest winds 20 to 25 knots offshore. That means five foot or better seas. Uh, inside waters, northwest 10 to 18, moderate chops. Still going to be a little bouncy around there. Tomorrow looking much better for Easter Sunday. Offshore, the winds will calm down out of the south from 5 to 10 it's just a question of will the seas have enough time before you get out there to get down to that two-foot level they're anticipated to be by sometime tomorrow afternoon. And on the inside tomorrow, listen to this, south winds, 5 to 10, smooth conditions, beautiful sunshine, 0% chance of rain, 1.2 tide range. You find some clean, salty water, and I know that's a little difficult with a high Mississippi River and a chafalaya that we've had but I got to believe you're going to find some speckled trout, red sheephead drum flounder. Anyway, we'll be back to help you do that. I'm interested to hear what was going on while I was in Kansas, and we got a, a blast from the past coming up. Glenn Sanchez, former owner of the Breton Sound Marine in Hopedale, he's filling in for Robbie Campo this morning with our first report, and he's up next right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, we got some uh, text messages coming in. A lot of people going turkey hunting, some going fishing. We'll get to those texts in a moment, but we got some fishing reports to get. And Glenn Sanchez, guy heard on this radio station for many, many years, uh, went into kind of a semi-retirement. Every now and then we dust him off, and he gives us a report when Robbie Campo is not available. So we got Glenn Sanchez to tell us what's happening down in St. Bernard Parish. Glenn, good morning. How you been, my friend? Good morning, Don. Nice to hear your voice. <laughs> <laughs> Good to hear yours, too, and I'm sure a lot of listeners uh, remember hearing you for all those years. You kept them up to date and let them know what was going on on their way down to St. Bernard Parish. What's happening down there lately? I've been in Kansas for a whole week. I'm out of the loop. I have no clue other than that some really bad stuff moved through here a couple days ago. Well, they they caught some fish earlier in the week. They caught some fish around the dam and up in the channel and up in the Biloxi Marsh. And then weather came through, and, I mean, when I say it blew, and when I say the water's low, I haven't seen it this low since January. That's how low it is wow. right now. So people going out, be very careful. Don't go where you don't know. And just just be careful because I don't think you have much tide range to even bring it back in. So it's going to stay low most of the day. And I think you still have northwest wind blowing. So it's and it's it's going to be a little tough. But, you know, what you're going to do, it's going to be a pretty day. Just get out there and enjoy yourself. 
Yeah, and when that low water, that certainly hazardous conditions out there. Northwest wind, uh, 20 to 25 knots. That That is really pretty stiff. Supposed to slow down a little bit later on. There is a 1.2 tide range, but when you got that kind of low start and that kind of wind, uh, it can't really overcome it too quickly. So that'll be good. But anyway, I guess it's going to have to be tucked in. You want to stay inside, but you want to stay out of any problems with getting run up on mudflats and stuff, too. So it's going to be a little bit tricky. At least yeah, well, you know, just... Stay in the main channels, and, you know, the one thing about the low water, the fish definitely going to be a little bit more consolidated and not going to be running all through the marsh, you know? Exactly. So, what would be your plan this morning if you were going looking for speckled trout? Redfish is going to be a little easier to catch and find today, but if you were you just, you know, hell-bent on getting a few trout, what would you be the best suggestion? Stay in the Mr. Go, maybe, and try to tuck in by, you know, some of the rocks? Probably stay in the Mr. Go and just try and work the different cuts that are coming out and, you know, just try and look for some kind of clean water, which is going to be almost impossible with all that wind we had. But, you know, I, I think today, as far as if the wind's going to be as bad as they claim, I'd go up in the marsh and just hunt redfish and whatever else or just enjoy my day in the marsh. You know, I can remember. Yeah, you know, I can remember talking to you at this time on a Saturday morning, Glenn, uh, after a spillway opening, which we had again this year, and it really improved the fishing down there because the salt water it it hadn't really mixed in, and it pushed a lot of the fish out that way towards the Breton area, and that could be what's going on right now. It's closed for now, anyway, so. Hopefully it'll straighten out and you can maybe find some of those pockets of good water, which could, like you say, consolidate and concentrate the fish. Well, you know, that normally happens with what you're talking about as far as the spillway when it's open. And then the river's high on the right side and the spillway's on the left side. We're in the middle. So it does kind of push the fish to the middle. We just need the right conditions for the fish to turn on. The brown shrimp, you know, the is showing up right now, you know. There's more bait in the water. Every time I go out, I see more bait in the water. So it's getting ready to happen. We all just pushing the issue, you know. It's still April. That's right. Still early. Very early. Excuse me. Very early. Glenn, thanks for the report. And, uh, boy, it was really good to hear from you. You going fishing this weekend or you got uh, Easter family duties? I don't fish on weekends. I fish during the week. (laughs) I I average about three days a week fishing. Life is wonderful. That's yeah. great. Uh we gotta do together? it soon, man. We we gotta do it soon. We'll get a trip scheduled. I'm gonna call Jonathan and we'll get together and have a good trip. But I'm gonna wait till May. You know, wait till next month and you know when we got Sounds a much better great. shot. Sounds great. Glenn. So Happy Easter, my friend. We'll see you next time. Happy All Easter right. to y'all. Everybody be careful out there. Thank you. Bye bye. All right, Glenn Sanchez, always kind of wrapped up his reports, but everybody be safe out there. Wonderful thing to say. All right, good to hear from him. Coming up next, uh, Captain Tofield Bourgeois, Louisiana man. Find out what he's got going on, what he's been doing this week. That's coming up along with your text messages and a whole lot of stuff you and I love to talk about every Saturday morning. We do it right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And he's our Louisiana man, Captain Tofield Bourgeois, fishes by boat, by land, by sea, and by air. Tofield, good morning. Happy Easter to you. How you been? Doing all right, cuz. Doing all right. I uh, ready for a little chocolate partaking this Sunday. <laughs> With the Easter bunny, man, we're gonna we're gonna let that bunny rabbit slide through the bayou this time. We're not gonna. I don't think no cages down here will be shooting at him, so it'll be all right. It's only <laughs> only free day a rabbit can walk around here. And he's got full reign. Yeah, he's good to go, man. So uh, we'll see, cuz. Same thing back to y'all, man. Happy Easter. And uh, hope all that Linton giving up beer drinking and 
pork chop sandwiches is all paying off. <laughs> Lent's almost uh, over, man, so we can uh, get back to doing what we do. So, uh, yeah, Don, so here it is uh, with day number three for me, too much wind. <laughs> so uh, it's the wind direction now. Now, so I'm, I'm getting uh, west wind out there, west-northwest, uh, 20, 20 and above. So we mm-hmm. actually tying on some crankbaits right now. <laughs> We're going to go fish some bass this morning. So uh, me and Jen are going to mess around with that and just kind of wait uh, wait for things to flip. So the winds are going to go back around. So, um Honestly, it's just, uh, I don't know, man. Every week it's always something. And why it always on that Saturday for most of the guys? I mean, yesterday uh, we had we had a few boats went out and that stuff, man, and it was tough. You know, that wind was blowing. It's hard to get out, out the wind when it's blowing, you know, 15 to 20 miles an hour, even sustained 20s. Is even the trees open up and part the way and let the wind come through. So it makes it really, really tough. But, you know, that's that's uh, Mother Nature. That's how it goes. So we'll give you, I guess, across the board report. So uh, at the islands, still dealing with a lot of murky water. I'm bouncing around a little bit, uh, get, getting a you know a few nice fish mixed up in there. We actually had one uh, last week probably pushing eight pounds. So that was good on that side. Not a lot. you got to earn them. you gotta, you got to walk around, earn them, pay attention to your bait, pay attention to water clarity. And um, I wish I could tell you I was catching on top water, Don, but I don't know why. I cannot get them on top. You know, first thing I do when I land, I dip my finger in the water, taste it, you know, see salinity, where it's at. You know, everything seems to be right, but uh, it's going to flip. <laughs> I don't know when it's going to flip, but it's just uh, I'm kind of battling that right now, the fact that I can't get them on top of water, but we're doing suspended baits and being productive, so we're still catching fish. Now, um, right now for us inside, uh, catching a lot of redfish, speckled trout with all this crazy weather, I man, the water come up so high. For us, it come up, you know, over you know, about a foot, four inches, really quick. Well, it's strong south wind, and now it's going down really quick. So, uh, you know the deal. Stick stick your ladle on the bottom of a gumbo that's been sitting there and stir it up. That's kind of what we got. So we got some uh, dirty water in there. So uh, I think today's gonna be another no chance for speckled trout. You might get one or two by accident, but it's gonna be you know mostly redfish. It's gonna be shrimp on the cark. Um, actually, Darren was telling me, you know, the dirty water where he's been catching his uh, his reds at, you know, he still threw spoons, and in dirty water, he's still catching redfish on spoons, and that's kind of kind of defies the whole purpose of a spoon because you think spoon clear water, you know, flash gets them, but also we got to consider you know the vibration, the sensation that a fish feels, you know, from the vibrations in the water, even though they can't see it, they're gonna come find it if they're there. So kind of makes sense, you know. But I mean, the easy way when you look at the water clarity we're dealing with shrimp on the cork is going to probably be the most and then like uh for us me and ginger it's gonna be running around and trying to find some dead end canals got a little decent water uh to catch a few few of them green trout you know see what's going on I'm, i don't have a sockele report from you either i really haven't been talking to boo see what he's doing on the sockele but i think all that wind kind of in that crazy weather kind of kept a lot of people from doing what they what they normally do on good friday so i mean uh, i'm sure crawfish sale is gonna get back to normal after this weekend so did you partake in your uh, seasonal crawfish intake for Lenten season at Big Don? Uh, it's coming up today. It'll be later this afternoon. Yeah, we, we got it uh, going on. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, let me ask you something. But there is a big old full moon out there. What's your theory on fishing full Ooh. moon cycles? <laughs> well, a full moon is a lot of fishing goes on. It's the catching is the problem. So uh, just, <laughs> yeah. like, just like deer season, man, the same thing on a full moon, I do not like going out there super early in the morning i find i catch 
basically it's just that I kill more animals. Like when you hunt on a full moon, it's the same thing on fishing. The fish has the opportunity to feed all day long, excuse me, all night long with that full moon. It's like daytime for them. But I mean, it's just, um, it's tough. So I mean, right now, so you, if you get high pressure, you got full moon. So as a guidebook, we got plenty of built-in excuses we can use while fishing <laughs> yeah. right now. No one That's wants to sure. hear that. I get it. You know, some of the things that all you do on a day like today, you spin your cap on backwards, you cover about 100 miles on the water, you tell a lot of jokes, <laughs> and you got to set your really... expectations lower so you'll be happy. Right. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, bottom line, I mean, it's Mother Nature. You're not going to slam them first thing early this morning. You'll get an early bite really quick. Probably first half hour of you there, right at daylight, you get a nice old man. All of a sudden, it's, man, it slowed up. You know, so the thing is, you know, that bright moon, now what's going to happen, you're going to know it's going to be like 10, 30, 11 before you get another run of some fish eating because, like I said, they had opportunity to feed that bright moon last night. It uh, makes it hard, man. So, yeah, we can't put no shades on that moon. It's Mother Nature. It's sad that you've been working all week. You know, this is your day. Just make the best out of it. Like I said, just be careful. Look around. <laughs> be uh, respectful to your neighbors you're out there fishing. And like I said, just grind it, man. So it's just uh, it's a deal. So we'll see. Well, you know, a lot of people happen. have, uh, you know, Easter things that they do, family events and things like that. But tomorrow's going to be a much better day. Oh, yeah. Tomorrow's going to be beautiful. Down, come out of the south, 5 to 10. It'll take a while for the water to clean up, but it's going to be a beautiful day to be out. you got to get outside and do yeah. something. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's going to be a 10. Like you said, it'll be a 10 of a day for, for you know, just the beauty of it. But still, you five that with that bright moon. But, uh, you know, it's Easter, so maybe it's a day to give up that little fishing in the morning and go do the Easter egg hunt and uh, enjoy some barbecuing with your family, because that's actually what we're going to do. We're going to go uh, get with the grandkids, and he got to make that gauntlet run and go see in the in-laws and outlaws, and then after that, we're going to do a barbecue. <laughs> you know, <laughs> holidays around here are tough, man, because, uh, you know, we got one over here, one over there, and this one don't want to go yeah. with that one. I'm like, okay, we're going to just make that little deal, and then after that, we're going to come on back and put some stuff on a big green egg and just smoke it and chill out, you know. So, uh, so happy Easter well, to everyone. Good. Yeah. Good luck on the bass fishing trip, and if somebody wants yeah. to get in touch with you guys and set up a trip for the upcoming summer time, give them the information. Oh, yeah. Now's the time, man. NewOrleansFishing.com. Check us out there. Check out the videos and pictures. Everything has been going on. And then, like I said, remember, Tuesday is Tofield Tuesday at 630, which is basically not time, how to, things to do, things not to do that we talk about, and we enjoy sharing that. So, you know, over 25 years of enjoying it. Y'all check it out. Uh, 504-341-5614. Give Miss Joe Linda a holler. We'll holler at you out next Saturday, Don. Yeah, take it easy. Okay, too. Have a great weekend. Right, Happy right. Easter. See you man. All right. Coming back after this, uh, your text messages. If you didn't get it in and you got one to share with our audience, it's 870-870. Back with that right after this. All right, and we get uh, text messages that come into the show. You can send us one at 870-870. Instantly comes right in here to the studio. Uh, we hear from some of our regulars, and then we've got some newcomers, and we'd love to hear from you. Just tell us who you are, what you got going on. Some folks like to ask questions or bring up suggestions, and we love to hear from all of those folks. So please uh, write that number down. It's 870-870. And one of our first texts comes in from our buddy Toby. He's back after those turkeys this morning. He says, turkey in the country, one of those that has seen a few of his buddies die. Congratulations on the Kansas birds. Yeah, you know, we encountered one of those, Toby, <clears throat> similar to yours. Um, 
he's he's one of those really tough birds, and we did not have time uh, to to work out a plan. But I have one, and if he survives this season, I'm going back next year, and hopefully we can get him. Big old boy who only has hens come to him. Uh, We not only had decoys, but we had live hens, and he gobbles at them, but unless they come to him, uh uh-uh, he ain't coming. I believe it's kind of the same thing. They've got a little bit of education. Uh, he's got little Brent with him this morning. Uh, oh, I don't know. He's got Brent and Dalton, the little guy who's uh, been doing pretty good on turkey hunting. They've gone back to Mississippi, trying to get some of those gobblers. And we're hearing from Justin. You know, Justin lives in the Gentilly Wildlife Refuge. It's oh, sad to say he lost a member. Uh, his neighbor and dear friend passed away in deep grief. Well, sorry to hear that, Justin. Uh, you know, hope you had a, a very good and long friendship with the fellow. All right, here's one says it's Josh, and he and the family are going fishing this morning. Wants us to wish him luck. Well, we just did that. Good luck to you, Josh. Uh, we've got a question here. Any feedback concerning the benefit of moving the turkey season back? Did the biologist see a higher success rate with the hatch? Well, I think their answer would be we haven't done it long enough to realize it yet, but uh, what they did was they've moved the turkey seasons back to try to ensure that gobblers that would normally have been taken during the first week or the few days would have a longer time to breed the hens, thus increasing the population. However, I'm not so certain we really have a serious turkey shortage in Louisiana. Yes, maybe some areas, but on a statewide basis, there's a lot of evidence that a lot of leases and hunting clubs have really healthy populations of turkey. In fact, I'm in the process of contacting Cody Setatal, who is our turkey study leader, and getting some feedback from him, getting some information, and and maybe uh, getting the listeners to participate in there and and give him some more data. You know, these department agencies are sometimes strapped. They're working with limited resources and doing the best they can, but uh, sometimes things don't match up with what they think is going on and what people are seeing out there and I think it really takes both sources of data to really do a good management program. Anyway, a lot more to come on that. I got some more text coming in, but first we've got to pause 10 seconds for our local stations to identify themselves on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And back to our text message board, 87870. We've got a question, would this weather mess with the perch? No, uh, it really doesn't. I mean, there's going to be some instances where the wind might affect you, you know, hanging close to the bank or casting. But for the most part, uh, with this time of the year, water temperatures like they are, brim starting to spawn. Uh, in fact, I got some pictures from young Dean LeCock, the son of our cameraman with Bayou Wild, and he had a nice mess. I mean, one really big blue gill and a little mix of catfish. You get you some crickets or worms and some torpedo corks and work underneath some willow trees on, along the banks, and uh, this is prime time for perch. So a lot of people call them perch, but basically they're bluegills and goggle eyes and all those different species of you collectively refer to them as brim uh cody from texas he's heading to work wish he was hitting the water this morning well so are a lot of folks but you know that work that's that thing you got to do so you can hunt and fish when you got time all right we got some more texts coming in uh tomato lady we'll get to hers and some more but right now we got to take a quick break then i want to head west let's find out what's going on over near the hackberry Gun Club and Rod Club over there in uh, Hackberry, Captain Kirk Stancil. Sure, he's got a fishing trip. See how they're dealing with this wind and what that weather system did when it moved through to those guys. We're back with that and a whole lot more of the stuff you and I love to talk about every Saturday morning. We do it on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. 
And when we rely on getting reports from our southwest part of Louisiana near the Texas coast, we rely on this guy, Captain Kirk, Captain Kirk Stancil of Hackberry Rod and Gun. Kirk, what's been going on over there besides some uh, pretty pretty unusual weather for this time of the year? Yeah, well, man, it's been it's been it's been spring weather for sure, uh, Don. You know, it's up and down. It's constantly changing. Uh, you know, in between, when we get some good high tides, we're catching trout good. Uh, but you might get one or two days a week where we catch trout good, and then it's it you know it gets blown out. And this morning, my it's going to be a tough day today. It's going to be a pretty day, but the fishing's going to be tough. No live bait available. Uh, tides are real, real low, and that northwest wind's going to keep it low. So uh, just kind of, if we can get some spots back in the marsh behind the weirs, might catch some redfish or flounder. Uh, jetties might be good for some redfish. Other than that, it's going to be a tough day. You know, Kirk, it never ceases to amaze me when you get days like we're going to have over the next couple of days. People that are not that don't fish a lot, but they like to and they want to go, they say, boy, what a great day this would be to be out fishing. And I try to explain to them, no, there's a lot more factors other than a blue sky and a bright sunshine that make a good That's day. That's right. It's good to Way be out there. Way more factors than that. Oh, oh, a whole lot more. Out, you know, it, you know it, it, it beats the heck out of being out there on a day where it's, you know, blowing and, you know, just cold or whatever it's uh it's gonna be a nice day but uh but man we've been catching some really nice you know not big trout but a lot of nice two and three pound trout and uh yeah like wednesday was a real good day i mean low boat that came to our dock had uh 38 fish uh, and i mean you know we had a couple of boats limited out you know it, it, it was good real good just got to pick your days. Let me ask you this. We've got a big full moon right now. What is your theory on fishing during full moon periods? Good, bad, different times, better than others? Well, what I've seen, I like fishing starting five days prior to the full moon. If the weather's good, the fish is usually going to be good. Uh, up to the full moon. The day of the full moon, it, it usually just falls off. It, you have weekday time tides. Uh, you know, all your tides are at night. And then... Uh, and it, and it stays slow for another two or three days behind the full uh, full moon, then it'll pick up. And as and the same with the new moon. You know, you have weak daytime tides, you know, on the new moon and the full moon. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that would say if you had the opportunity, going night fishing might be an answer to it. But I, I don't know about yeah. you, Kirk. I just don't like fishing at night. You can't see what you're doing. I mean, I know it can be really good, particularly you pull up under some lights and things like that. And a lot of people I know fish yeah. all night long, and especially in the summer to avoid the heat and the sunburn. But I don't know. I, I'm just not a big fan of nighttime fishing. Yeah, you know, Don, we we ran a night boat here for. We just quit running it three years ago. I think for 16 years we ran it. Uh, it was a big 42 foot uh, tritune boat. Uh, with six stadium lights, no generated power. I mean, it was a nice boat. And Mr. Man, it caught fish. It was incredible what happened at night. And uh, we had a couple of incidents. One guy had a guy got had a little too much to drink one night, fell off of it. Uh, he, he actually drowned, and they resuscitated oh, him. And then, uh, then oh, the next year, we had a guy that died on the boat got a heart attack and died and we just you know after two times we didn't want to see third time so we got rid of the boat yeah but it was understandable uh, but we started it june 1st and ran it through october and it stayed booked almost every single night 
And where did you put it? What body of water was it working? In the Big Lake there? It worked Big Lake, yeah, in Big Lake. And we mm-hmm. kept it right here at the lodge. Wow. Yeah, well, I can oh, see where that would pay off. Hit. But uh, you got to find a, a, a captain that's willing to, to sleep during the daytime. <laughs> and you got to find customers. That was another one of the issues, yeah. <laughs> you, you got, we had plenty of customers. It was hard to find a good captain that could run every night. You know, there's no yeah. family life, that's for sure. Yeah, really is. Well, anything else we need to know for folks out there, Kirk, things to avoid or be aware of going on down there? Well, you know, it's uh, it's going to be low tides. Be careful uh, when you run in the lake today. You know, down here there's, there's, you know, there's structure underneath that uh, will be exposed now or close enough where you can hit it. And But uh, just go out and enjoy the day. It's going to be a pretty day. And uh, I, I would suggest I wouldn't think too much trout fishing is going to be, you know, target flounder or redfish. Good advice. Some other advice, if they want to contact you guys and come down there and stay at the wonderful lodge and enjoy that great food you all serve down there and talk some yeah. fishing stories and catch some fish, tell them the best way to get a hold of you guys. Okay, Don, uh, for people out of the area, it's a toll-free number, 888-762-3391, and our website is hackberryrodandgun.com. You have to spell out and, not the and side. Got it. Kirk, always a good pleasure talking with you, and uh, hopefully the springtime weather straightens out and we start getting some nice big trout reports. It will. Really it's going to get there, that. you know. It happens every year, so we'll get through it. It's typical spring we, fishing. Got it. We're going to come see you, too. All right. Look forward to it, Don. Happy Easter to you and the family. Thank you. Happy Easter to you and everyone out there. Thank you, Kirk. All right, coming back after this, uh, Daryl Carpenter. Yes, you can see him. He's on this episode of uh, Bayou Wild, at least briefly. He's doing some, what he does a lot of, testifying on uh, Red Snapper and other fishing issues. He's a charter captain, the operator of RealScreamers.com, and he's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And let's say good morning to Captain Daryl Carpenter, RealScreamers.com. Not a day to be fishing Grand Isle, at least not this morning anyway. What do you think, Daryl? Uh, you know, Don, we kind of had our hopes. I was looking at three or four different wind forecasts, and we, we rescheduled all but one crew for this morning and kind of had our hopes. But now that I'm up looking at it, <laughs> I mean, I've, I've got on my wind gauge here at the house, I got a sustained 18 with it gusting to about 24 still. Uh, nah, I just, water's low. I mean, my, my report could mirror what you just had with Kirk. Um, during the week, it was great. Fish are full of eggs. All the all the females were catching. Looked like they're about ready to bust at the seams. So you you've got this full moon, which means that the the beach action should be turning on. But the the beach is chocolate milk. The water is real low. It's just been beat to heck and back for the last three days. Uh, I'm just crossing my fingers and hoping for tomorrow because I can tell you that it's it's going to be a rough one today if you should decide to go. You know, I, I tell people all the time because kind of. You know, bringing together all the reports you've already had this morning when Tofield's talking about telling jokes and doing a lot of talking on the boat and that type of stuff to keep things occupied for these hours of boredom that you're going to have on a day like today. Um, it, it's all great and wonderful. And then, you know, and then all of a sudden you, you find that one spot that, that, that does well for you. And, but you got to fish all day. It's that hours of, of, of boredom for those moments of chaos. And today is going to be that kind of day. If you're lucky enough to find that one spot, then you're going to pull a few fish out of it. But it's just, man, I, I would say it's a holiday weekend. It's one you can earn a lot of brownie points with the wife and the girlfriend. Just go do it. <laughs> you know, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> 
Yeah, if you got a, so many days to do it and you can pick your days, today would not be the one. I mean, it's going to be gorgeous as far as just general weather. Temperature is going to be pretty mild and got blue skies and a lot of sunshine. But a lot of things working against you. You know, stiff northwest winds, uh, dirty water, a lot of river water spread around. And uh, this <coughs> is going to get that washing machine agitator effect where it churns it all up. You got a lot of west in your wind down there or is it mostly north or northwest? It's it, well. It's northwest now. Uh, it did this morning. It's got a little more west in it than what it had yesterday. But uh, but no, it's mainly northwest. It's blowing right down the right down the canal behind the house, so that puts it in northwest. Um, and it is muddy. I mean, what I only thought it was muddy yesterday, but when it finally blew that water out of here yesterday, to where the the waves that we did have coming across the bay could actually start interacting the bottom more, it really stirred things up. Uh, a whole lot of suspended sediment in the water you're not going to have two inches of visibility in it uh, unless you can find, you know, maybe if you could tuck up against Highway 1 um, with that, with it having all this west in it for the last couple of days, if you could ease over toward that area and tuck up against the highway and find a couple of pockets that, that maybe has been in a, in a lull or, in a, you know, in that leave side for the last couple of days, you might find some decent visibility. But even that's going to be tough as hard as that water fell out of here yesterday. Darrell, I got a question in about uh, opening a brown shrimp season. If I'm not mistaken, I believe they're going to set that at this next upcoming commission meeting. Uh, what are you hearing down there as far as the shrimp situation? These conditions we've had, you know, this cold river water, uh, the gro- it slows the growth rate. I would think they're probably going to try to open it as late as the law allows, and they do have laws that you know, mandate when it needs to be open. What, what's the word down there? Yeah, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, the, the drop-dead date, unless they declare an emergency, would be May 20th, if I'm not mistaken. Or, or that whatever that Monday or whatever coincides with that with that May twentieth date somewhere in there, I can mm-hmm. just tell you from what I've seen, they are still really small. Uh, the water temperature has been doing well. Uh, the shrimp, the live shrimp that we have had to fish with, uh, they are molting in the in the even in the live well, so they are growing, but they're they're kind of small. So I, I would I would be there's some nice whites out there, some really nice whites out there, but uh, but I think I would tend to agree with you that it's it's not going to be the early opening that we had last year uh, simply because of the, you know, the constant rainfall we've had that's kept the water a little bit cool. And, uh, but trust me, I'm ready for them. I think I'm down to, I think I'm down to maybe three or four gallons left in the freezer from last year. So it's, it's time to restock the freezer on some shrimp. Either that or switch over to the crawfish while they're in season right now. Good yeah. News. We've got plenty of crawfish. <laughs> and the Darryl, uh, if- to run, so. Yeah, well, that's that's going to be in too. You know, yeah, May May really turns Grand Isle on. That that's probably one of the finest months to get down there for people to enjoy everything Grand Isle has to offer. Daryl, tell people how to reach you. If they're interested in booking a trip or just want some general information from you. Don, they can find me on your website, of course, at DonTheOutdoorsGuy.com. They can find us at RealScreamers.com, which has most of the information that you might would need, or simply pick up the phone. We got no problems answering questions. It's two two five. Nine three seven six two eight eight. All right, get out there and hide them Easter eggs. Y'all enjoy Easter, and we'll catch up with you next week, Dow. Thank you, Don. You too. Bye bye. All righty. All right, Daryl Carpenter, one of our field reporters. We're going to hear from uh, Brendan Bayard, uh, Ryan Lambert, if he's back from traveling Greece, and uh, also we. I got Mike Gallo coming up to talk about Lake Pontchartrain. Uh, Not a real pretty picture to go fishing. Pretty weather for other things, but not so much for fishing. I'm getting a report that uh, from bass fisherman Jason Pittman saw some snow flurries leaving Lake Gunnersville. He's headed back to North Shore Pontchartrain this morning. What is that all about? Crazy weather. 
Back with our hour number two, right after this on The Outdoors with Don DeVue, Radio Network. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion.